three, two, one. Ba-bam! Welcome back, everyone, to the eighth episode of New Brew Podcast, featuring myself, Usman, and... What's going on, guys? It's Hudson here. Today, we have Nitish Sakuja in the house. He's a second-generation Indian-Canadian, born and raised in Toronto's own Rexdale. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. Nice. Nice. He's a fixture on Toronto's thriving 420-friendly stand-up scene. Sakuja is a regular favorite on the bill at Toronto's Corner Comedy Club and co-host of High on Trees, a popular Toronto podcast. Welcome to the show. Fuck yeah. I know it's fucking early, Yeah. myself it. included, but yeah. I'm glad you could come all the way down in this weather. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Um, the way you did one, two, three, yeah. I could tell... You're, you could rap. It was yeah, on, it was on, it was on, on beat, beat, right? right? Yeah. It, was, it was good. Like, I participated in one song. I did one rap song in my life, and I had to do the hook, and just do it. That was the hardest thing I ever did in my life. I had to get two guys to come in the booth with me and coach me through. Like, how to stay on beat? To hit the beat, bro. Yeah. Hitting the beat is the hardest thing in the world. Couldn't do it. So I could tell, just one, two, three. That's all you had to say. Yeah. I could tell. Nice. I remember when I used to work security. Um, this like old lady that used to work with me as well. I used to leave her voicemails and stuff. She's like, "Can you please stop rapping on my voicemail?" <laughs> I'm just telling you, I'm gonna be like five minutes late. <laughs> just have that voice. I know. It's good. You should. You have a a voice for this. Yeah. You know I struggled I mean? with that for a long time, just hitting shit on beat. Yeah. And then you would tell me like, "Yo, you're not on beat." I'm like, "What are you talking about, bro?" Then I would hear it back. I was like, "Oh, this sounds totally off." Just, yeah. I don't know, man. Music is it's hard. For me, yeah. especially. I'm yeah. not a musical guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're not yeah. a musical guy? I'm not a musical guy. Do you listen to music? I listen to music. I mean, who doesn't, right? Okay. But I'm not like... I can't play instruments, true, you know? True. And like, I, I love music, but it doesn't like... I don't know, it doesn't do it for me like it does for everybody, yeah. you know? But like, to, that's the same thing for you with comedy. Exactly. Right. But also, prefer. I just like, I'm in performing. my whole life, I, I prefer... I'm an introvert. I just like I like yeah. I like Yo, silence. Yeah. I like silence. I like. But you like going on stage. You're and an that's I'm introvert a, and an extrovert. Introverted I'm an, extrovert. Exactly. Yeah. I'm an introverted yeah, extrovert. Yeah, same here. You know same what I mean? Yeah. When I hate I'm not people, doing that, like. exactly. When I'm not doing that, I'd rather. You know, I'm not on. I'm not one of those guys that's on all the time. Oh, I see. You I, know? See. I put it on when I need to be on, mm-hmm. and then I just want to go be alone and, and watch TV. Downtime. So I smoke yeah. and watch TV, and that's it. Yeah, I consider myself that like introvert, but a learned extrovert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to be extroverted. Like you fucking, you can't, you can't, yeah, exactly. But then you don't want to be an extrovert who's extrovert all the time. Oh, it's yeah. like fucking relaxed. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's fucking, <laughs> that's so so tiring. Yeah, you deal exactly. with people all the time. Yeah, sick of them after like five minutes. It's too much. <laughs> yeah, man, people are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, man. Uh, all right, so give us a little backstory on how you got started in uh, you know being a comic. Were your parents supportive of this? Um. Well. Uh, I've always wanted to be like I didn't know I wanted to be a comic. Me and my like when I was in high school, I would always like me and my boy would just be like, "Yo, we should go try an open mic or something," mm. and we would laugh about it. Like we were like, "Let's go to Yuck Yucks and do something." This is a joke. It yeah. never actually happened. So nothing actually happened. And I went to, I graduated high school. I went to the University of Waterloo. I mm. went there for uh, math and business, okay. and then I dropped out after a year. Okay. And uh, after I dropped out, I was doing nothing. Uh, but all the time that I went to school, all my boys would be like, oh, you should go try comedy, you should try comedy, right? But I never, it was always something someone says to you, but you never ever do, yeah. right? And then when I dropped out of school, I started, uh, I, I wasn't doing anything, and I got a job at a CIBC, just working at like a call center. Yeah. 
uh, and, I, and my mom was on my ass to do something, right? Uh, so I, <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe I'll think about going to school or something, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, figuring out, I don't know, college program or something. I don't know. Uh, while I was working at the bank, uh, but then when I was working at the bank, I was working with a lot of older people. I was still like nineteen, eighteen years old I mean, at that so time. You weren't right? even twenty yet. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was like just turned nineteen. And I was working with all these older people, and uh, I would just, like, roast them all day, you know? <laughs> these old guys, I would just make fun of them. Uh, was, I don't know, easy targets, you know? Yeah, right. and everybody would laugh, and people would be like, you know, you should try comedy. And then, now I started hearing it so much, but I was like, I don't want to go to school. I don't know what to do. I'm like, I'm just going to fucking work at this bank, become a manager, make 40K, be happy. Yeah. You know Live that I mean? stable yeah. South Asian life. I don't know. Uh, but then my sister, she's like a... She's always been like the artistic one in our family. Like she, she does fashion. She went to school for design. She when she was in high school, she because she draws really well. Yeah, uh, she did a bunch of shit for Disney, the Disney Channel. You know what I mean? Oh, nice. For a movie, they took a bunch of her shit. So I was like, she's she's the only one that I knew that ever did something that wasn't the normal career path. Mm-hmm. And then one day I was taking the go bus home after working at this fucking CIBC job, and I met my sister, and she took the bus with me because she just <coughs> finished one of her random cool days yeah, that she yeah. just told me about and I was like sitting there and I was like you know what fuck this I'm gonna try stand up comedy yeah. she's like what and I was like I'm gonna try it she's like okay whatever uh, and then I told my girlfriend at the time and she's like what everyone didn't understand what I was like yeah. what do you, what do you you know, okay go ahead and then yeah. I did it and the first time you ever step on stage it was the fucking man I'm just chasing that dragon since then you know what yeah. I mean it was the coolest high I've ever had in my life yeah. right? and I just want I want that every time yeah. you know? and that's what everyone talks about like the first laugh or like the first crowd reaction you get yeah, is like man. crack oh dude it's, it's I've I, I, I live for that feeling you yeah. know what I mean it's the best Right. it's well, the best my favorite 20 minutes of the day yeah. right on was it nerve wracking though oh for sure yeah. I didn't like I I went up there and I was talking a mile a minute you know what I mean I was fucking <laughs> right. I, sp- I said like now if I look back I did like thirty jokes right. in like four minutes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> insane. You know, right? Just talking so fast, but it went really well. Uh, I got such a good crowd reaction, but our my parents were like, they weren't happy about it. They're like, what the fuck? You dropped out of such a good program. What's wrong with you? <laughs> now you want to tell jokes? Yeah, you want to tell jokes. <laughs> I have an older brother who like, you know, who's a pretty responsible guy. He <laughs> he. he got a CA, CFA, he has all He's his... He's first child, right? Yeah, he has all his like, designations, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? He's like, yeah. what the fuck, are you serious, bro? This is what you want to do? Uh, and I was like, yeah, and they, they didn't they didn't understand what I was doing. Uh, and especially because at that time, after I finished high school, my parents, uh, my brother, my parents, or whatever, he bought a house in Brampton. Yeah. So we all moved to Brampton. And I, I never got to live there because as soon as we moved to Brampton, I left to Waterloo. Mm. Uh, but then I dropped out and came back. And uh, I lived there for like three years. That's where I first was started comedy. I would take the go bus to fucking Toronto every day. Yeah. And it was the worst. You know, <laughs> I was taking the fucking Zoom, catching a, the TTC, then going to a subway station, <laughs> oh, whatever I had to do I to get that. to go do shows, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then Brampton started picking up having a scene. Uh, my parents, they, they didn't really understand what I was doing. But eventually, you know? Shit around. starts turning around, you know, yeah. and they're like, "Okay, yeah. I don't know what you're doing, but I <laughs> guess it's well. going well, right?" <laughs> yeah. People yeah. are all, every time I'm with you, people are like, "Hey, yeah. nice, whatever." So yeah. now, now they see what I'm doing and they understand it. Yeah. Now they're fully supportive. They're like, "That's great." But so, once in a while, my mom's still like, you know, 
think about a career. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah. You know, so but, in the day, she's like, yeah. you're going to get a desk job? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they just want stability, right? Yeah. But, uh, I hate that shit. Yeah. I, I, stability and constant, you know. That, it gets mundane. I hate that. I can't yeah. live like that. I can't, I can't work a regular job. I've been fired from everything. Yeah, you know honestly, I, mean? I, I worked a year. I, I can't do that. Uh, I know? worked a year in a uh, corporate position. Yeah. Fucking, I wanted to get. I've got fat. Got depression. I didn't even know I could get depression until <laughs> yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah right. And What's I was just that, like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Uh, yeah, I want to work for myself. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. So, uh, you're the yeah. youngest. I'm the youngest. You're the youngest. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I guess so, right? Yeah. yeah. Same here. I'm the youngest as well. Yeah. You have all these high. Same here. That's crazy, right? You have this all these like high expectations because like your brothers and sisters are doing such amazing things, and yeah. your parents like, look at them. Why yeah. aren't you doing that? But if it wasn't for amazing them, things subjectively though, yeah, right. Yeah, like, and if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be able to. Well, in my case, if it wasn't for my brother stepping up and doing all that shit, I wouldn't be able to have the freedom to just go and look, do yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. if he wasn't working, someone had to sure. pay the bills at home, right? For Luckily, sure. it wasn't me. <laughs> right. You know, I got to go fuck off and tell jokes <laughs> to people on stage. So right. was that so was that ride on the go bus like the tipping point like with your sister? Was yeah, that, that was the that was it where I was like, you know what, I'm gonna fucking do it. Yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah, and then yeah, then after that I did it, and then man, it was it's been crazy. Like fucking, some people like you know they do one set when they first start, one set a month, a couple shows a year, hmm. just tipping their toes. And I went full board in. I was doing when I, in my first year I was doing like man, twenty five shows a week. Oh, you know, damn. there's open mics everywhere, and they're always late at night. Obviously, well, well they start. Right? Some of them start at five p.m. and their shows go until like two a.m. Like two a.m. Yeah, oh, so okay. you just run around the city, yeah. and at a lot of those open mics, there's no audience members. You know, it's just all comics. Yeah, bunch right. of open micers just waiting around. No one's listening to you because they're waiting to go on. Yeah, but it's a stupid system because no one's. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just, yeah, it's just. But, but like, I don't know. Eventually, and there's two or three people in the audience, and it, it sucks. <laughs> but like, when you can make. You know how hard it is to make two people actually laugh out loud? Yeah, yeah I can imagine. In a, in a full room where yeah. no one's paying attention and there's chaos going on. And if you can make two people laugh out loud, then it's so much easier to make a hundred people laugh yeah. out loud. The more people there is, the easier it gets. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The harder it is when there's less people. Yeah. You know? There's less subjects to yeah. And plus they're in a setting where like, okay, this person's trying to make me laugh. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I like doing a show in a theater or, or an arena is probably easier. Because laughing is contagious, and everyone's like a domino yeah. effect. Yeah, and there's more people yeah. to get your thing, right? right. And as long and once one person hears laughing, he, he yeah, exactly, laughing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. effect, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the hard part is getting yeah a room of six to laugh. True, right? Yeah. Okay, I can yeah. understand that. I believe that. Um, so when you were starting off, um, um, did you write your routines initially, like when you were starting off, or did you kind of go up and go through experiences, and that helped develop a routine? No, I did when I first started comedy. Just like everyone, when they first started, I was writing. I word for word, I wrote down everything, and I would only say what I wrote down. Cause, mm, yeah, like now I feel like I found my voice. You know, and when you, before until you find your voice, you stick to script. Right. Yeah, right? right. And it's easy to write a joke, but it's very different to tell the joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? delivery is everything. Yeah, it's everything, right? Yeah. And you can write the best joke in the world, but if you don't know how to say it, it's gonna suck. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that happens all the time when you're starting comedy because you're you're like. You're this person when you're writing this joke. But when you go on stage, you become this different person because yeah. nerves or whatever it is, right? But you want to and like and you'll start you'll start saying your script, and as soon as something happens, you can't keep a script because like 
in real life things happen yeah. an audience member says something yeah. s- the joke goes somewhere else and if you have to go off script it'll fuck up you it'll fuck you up so hard that yeah. you can't you'll forget where you yeah, are yeah exactly yeah, and then yeah. everything becomes jumbled right? Yeah. right until you find your voice that's where I feel like I'm at now where I'm like I don't even I don't even write anymore you right. know I just what, I go to open mics and I just talk yeah it just becomes second nature to and you then know? yeah and whatever whatever I'm talking about rat, whatever my conscious stream of thought is right. if something really funny comes out I'll remember and I'm like okay I'm gonna work on that you know and, what I mean uh, cause like I I was never a good test taker. Yeah, I yeah. hated school. Anything that makes me feel like I'm studying, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate it. And I know co- in comedy, writing is a very important part of it. For me, to sit down and write puts me back in that mind frame, and I, I hate it. Yeah. And this is... It's I'm like doing, PTSD yeah, back man, in school. <laughs> and I'm doing this not to do that, right? Yeah. right? So I learned a way to, instead of writing a lot, I fucking, I'll do 10 extra shows this week. Yeah to go just have a stream yeah. of consciousness and even if it comes out like one or two thoughts and then you'll remember those thoughts like damn that yeah was for good. sure I man that was, this more. i'll remember it's pretty yeah. fucking good and then I'll, I'll just start working on yeah. that right mm. and that's why the benefit of having a show every tuesday that i host is because it's my show i have an hour and a half of pure stand-up comedy i can book one comic i can book 10 comics it's my time i can do whatever mm-hmm. i want yeah, yeah. but i'm building the show so the people come for me yeah you know so i host the show i do 35 minutes off the top and i just give every comic five minutes yeah. throughout mm-hmm. the show yeah. and i'll still do five minutes in between and then the podcast right after that the podcast is the best because it's me and my boy we have no plan we don't like you know how you gave me a list of things we're going to talk about yeah. you guys might have talked about things you want to do today on the podcast yeah, yeah. we because we've both been doing comedy for so long Sometimes we don't even talk until we meet at the podcast. <laughs> it's just open for We don't know yeah, yeah. what we're going to talk about. We don't know where this is going to go. We just riff. Yeah. We have an audience. Mm-hmm. Yo, be funny. You know? Yeah, don't yeah. talk over each other. Just be funny. Yeah. Right? And then when I go back and listen to that, I'm like, if, I ever, if I'm ever struggling for material, every week I have an hour and a half of things to go back through and be like, you exactly. know what? Yeah. That got a great pop. I'm going to work on that. Yeah. And, right, you yeah. know, and that's my last case resort. And I don't even really do that. You know, that's a great way to but actually that's approach it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. I can't. Yeah, I can't write. Like I can't sit down and. When anyone tells me to do something, like even if it's myself telling myself to do something, it's right. like, why? Why, you know what why? I mean? why do I have to do that? <laughs> yeah. You know, I get that. I'm a lazy guy. Like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, going back, you said uh, you know during your sets and stuff, if like an audience member says something, it kind of derails, and you have to adapt to it. Speaking of that. Have you ever had issues where, like, an audience member started heckling you? For sure, man. You get a, I had a heckler last night in Bracebridge. It was, uh... You guys, you, did you see that? I just posted a joke last night. I think I saw it. Uh, fucking... Fucking, you put it on your story, right? You put yeah, it and your... I posted it on my, on my thing about, uh... The, the, the cor- coronavirus. coronavirus. Yeah, right? yeah, I saw okay. that. And I, I did that joke last night. It's an all-white audience, yeah. Bracebridge. It's, it's cottage country, right? And uh, it was a and the audience. It was actually like a, a yoga party, like a, a yoga staff party. Okay. So all the girls who work at a yoga studio, studio and their customers is all all women in the audience, right? Uh, a few men, but whatever. I, and then there was this fucking group of catty fucking girls right in the front, fucking winos, drunk on wine. Just talking shit, you know, just yeah. chirpy the whole the, sh- the whole show. You know they're gonna be an issue, right? And I went on stage and I did that joke. Yeah. And I, 
you know, I, I did the whole thing. They laughed at it. Indian people smell. Asian people give you diseases. Black people steal. Uh, and I'm like, white people are just evil. <laughs> and that got the lowest laugh. These yeah. guys laughed at everything except for when I made fun of white people, yeah, right? Because yeah. they're all white people. Yeah. And I was like, oh, come on. And then this one lady sitting in the front, she's like, well, at least we don't smell, right? Which was such a good heckle. It was mm-hmm. so good. The yeah. audience laughed. Even I laughed. I was mm-hmm. like, fuck you. That was good, right? <laughs> fuck you. That was good. Uh, and, and it... I thought like if something came through. I don't know how this happens, but like it's adrenaline. I'm I'm in the I'm playing basketball right now. You know, right. yeah. I'm I'm zone. I'm in the zone, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she says that, and I start laughing, and then I'm like, I look at her and I'm like, yeah, but you you do yoga, right? And you guys do hot yoga, right? And she was a kind of a bigger lady, right? And yeah. I was like, when you get going, let's be honest, you smell too, right? <laughs> I was like, it smells like an old tuna can, right? That's what I said. And then the audience erupted, right? Yeah. And I got her back. And for the rest of the show, I called her tuna can. <laughs> Every time I, I would just call her TC. Just you know, TC. Yeah, yeah. You even abbreviated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole show, and that was that's what hit the hardest. No matter what joke I told. People laugh, but every time I went back at her and called yeah, her TC or whatever, it's too yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it was the funniest because like <laughs> I don't know. People can kind of tell whether they consciously know it or not what is happening in the moment and what is kind of rehearsed. What's a joke? Right. When right, I'm yeah. telling a joke and what's actually happening yeah. right now, you know. And that whole tuna can thing that was fucking. That was. They saw Just me it process out. it. They saw yeah. me come out with it. You know, it was all fresh. But they know when I'm like getting ready to tell them a bit. Yeah, because know? everyone can relate to it at that moment. This even works in like rap battles and stuff. Yeah. If you freestyle something on the top about like what your opponent is wearing, for example, that gets the most reaction because everyone can see it. Everyone exactly. can relate. Everyone, to it. Yeah. everyone, everyone sees the process happening. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. 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 Damn man, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's crazy. It it never (laughs) makes sense to me. (laughs) It never makes sense to me when an audience member like heckles a comedian, like a seasoned comedian. Yeah, like you know they're gonna go after you for the entire show. Yeah, but like why? Alcohol changes everything. Alcohol changes everything, and also there's some people who are, uh, I don't know. It's such a normal person thing. Like I'm not a normal person. It's. It takes a normal person to go into a into a comedy club or into a show and just sit there and observe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And not comment. Yeah. You know? Like if I, I feel like if I wasn't a comedian and I went to a show, I think I'd heckle. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Cuz like I don't know, this is like it's very hard to just sit down and be a respectful person and mm-hmm. and laugh when you're supposed to laugh and and be quiet when you're supposed to be quiet, yeah. right? Some people are just not like that and they're just you know, they they're insecure. They've been told their whole life they're the funniest guy at the bar or whatever, yeah. right? So anything you say, they're like, yeah. "Oh, let me help make it better." Let me help, right? Me, let me add my input. Or exactly. they're the class clown they just, back. They, in they the don't day, know, yeah. right? But uh, exactly, why would you want to mess with someone who has a microphone? <laughs> right? right? You amplify yeah. the voice I, over yours. Exactly. It's but that's that's yeah. a whole other psychological thing. You know <laughs> Plus, I mean? they're there they with their friends. They want to impress their exactly. friends. They're there with yeah. the girl. They want to impress. Yeah. And most times you lose unless you go to open mics. Then you'll watch comics lose because they're not they're not there yet. Yeah, you know yeah, they haven't learned yeah. how to deal with the exactly. hecklers. Or yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not just hecklers. Sometimes it's just bad crowds and like, like I've, I still I have most of the time you know I have pretty good shows. I have a pretty good uh, free throw percentage. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I make most of my shots yeah. right. But every now and then I have a bad set. Yeah, it happens right. Mm-hmm. Like I did a show recently where. Um, 
it was an all-black audience, right? It was in a boxing gym. It was a weird show uh, in a boxing gym, chair set up. And it was an all-black audience. And I, I started off going, like, the show started off really well. I went on stage. There was two girls in the audience. They're like, oh, I know you. I've seen your, you know, I've seen your comedy. I'm excited to see you perform. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, sick. You know, people who know who I am. Um, I had a little bit of confidence. Uh, I started off really well, got a couple big laughs. And then I started talking to this lady. And uh, I'm like, this older lady, I'm like, where are you from? She's like, I'm from Louisiana, New Orleans. She said New Orleans. And as soon as she said New Orleans, my favorite commercial in the world is that Popeye's commercial. Yeah, right? <laughs> so I was and, thinking of right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And that, you know, the, the, the slogan, I love that chicken from yeah. Popeye's, right? Yeah. And as soon <laughs> as, as soon as she said... <laughs> She's from New Orleans. I just went, love that chicken from Popeye's. <laughs> yeah. And dead silence. And oh, everyone God. thought it was the most racist thing I've ever said in my life. <laughs> and I wasn't even thinking on that level, you know, until I until I started seeing what was happening. And I was like, oh, fuck. And there was no coming back from it. No matter what I said, I just kept digging a hole. And it kept getting worse. And then uh, at one point, I was like, I apologized to her. And she goes, oh, don't be sorry. Uh, I, I'm not mad at you. You remind me. You remind me of my son. And my immediate response was, what, because I look black? Right? <laughs> Which was stupid, right? Yeah. And she's like, no, it's because of the way you're dressed right now. And I was like, and then that got even worse. And I was oh, like, God. I tried to be funny, and I just kept dig <laughs> digging a hole, and it's the shovel broke in the hole, right, you know? Right. And I'm stuck in this hole now. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so, and, and whatever. You, you you take your L and you get out. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I'm like, whatever. I had... 10 good games before this you exactly. know whatever and plus right? you're doing what not many people do it's like go off the top and like freestyle most of it you know what I mean well like, yeah well I always have shit that I'm working on right there's always like a solid yeah. 10 minutes that I know I gotta fit into this set that I'm mm -hmm. doing uh, I'll riff as much as I can but through those riffs you try to merge it into your material right, to make right. it look like mm -hmm. So I try to do material in a way where people are like, oh, shit, is this guy thinking of all this on the spot? It's like seamless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but like, no, a lot of it's like, no, it's planned it's material. Planned. Yeah. But like, it's not like word for word planned. If you look at my notes on my phone, it says, I don't know, cat. It would be just depression. Notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no, it one word, but there's a four minute bit on that word. Right. You know? Right. Damn. Right. That's a cool process. Just like go off the top and just if a thought hits you, be like, oh, this is interesting. Maybe but you got to be willing to take the take so the much L's to get shit there. comes yeah. from yeah. you know. There's so much shit before the gold comes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as you get better at it, your shit just becomes shinier. Yeah, exactly. you know, and you're like, okay, that shit's not so bad. And when the gold comes, it's like, bam! People are willing to s sit through that shit to get the right. You know, yeah. yeah. Speaking of hecklers, um, have you ever gotten backlash from like PC culture? It's like, mm. oh, why are you making fun of gays? And like, no. Because I remember the show that I went to like about a year ago. It was you and I think about five other comics. And there was one comic. He was just going off like Kramer, right? He was uh, he was talking <laughs> about women and how they have no purpose in life and they're they're there to please men. But was he a big gay guy? The big D's gay guy? No, no, no. He was like an older gentleman. Okay. Um, so he was just going off and everyone you could just see like everyone was uncomfortable yeah, was like, yeah. that's the, the that's the unfortunate part about comedy is like it is free speech and a lot of comedy clubs they don't like the corner I fuck with the corner that's my comedy club yeah. my boy owns the club he's also my manager 
it's very uh we believe in uncensored comedy yeah. you know comedy is no one can tell you what you can or cannot joke about right you do it right it's a joke right, right. don't enter these doors if you can't take a fucking right. joke you know right. it's uh it's our church you know what i mean um but there's certain comedy clubs in certain places that you can't do that in uh they just won't accept it mm-hmm. like uh i don't know because there's there's so many there's alt-right comedy and there's yeah. there's a uh, you know there's uh friendly comedy or whatever it's called P- uh i don't know what's it called pc comedy i don't know it's shitty comedy that <laughs> you want to call it yeah uh it's everywhere right uh and you just gotta like i i don't know what i'm trying to tell you i got i got i never really get too much backlash because i fortunately i'm an indian guy yeah right white guys get the most backlash right now right i can always I can play the it. race card at the end of it exactly. you know what i mean like let's go let's go down that road if you really want to go down that road you know if a fucking white lady on a blog wants to tell me uh something about what i said is fucked up you yeah, know, yeah, yeah let's go down about everything that's ever been fucked up said to me you know what i mean <laughs> like i don't know it's i'm lucky in that sense that i'm not a white guy right <laughs> that makes sense yeah like you know i'm just gonna reset the camera okay. so we have this thing about this camera that you gotta reset it after every 30 minutes yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, man. No, I completely agree with you with the whole freedom of speech thing. Like, because when I was there at the end of it, like there was these two women that left uh, the the comedy club, and uh, the comment that they made to the person at the front desk was like, "fucking pig" and like that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, yeah, for sure. There's people that get mad and upset all the time. Like, um, the I don't know. Yeah, I know, but yeah. that's the thing. People like people think that they're they're cool and they can take a joke, and then that they're open people. They could say hear whatever yeah. until they like a lot of people a lot of people have never been to a comedy club in their life yeah when they go to like they come to the corner it's the first time they've ever come to a comedy show in their life yeah it's something that blog to told them to do you know like <laughs> things to do in yeah. the city or whatever but they've never done it before and they think they can take a joke they liked forgetting sarah marshall so they're they're funny you know yeah. what i mean but comedians are fucked up people you know yeah. they're literally I've met the weirdest people in my life because of comedy. Yeah. Because comedy is... It takes a fucked up person to do comedy. You know what I, I mean? So. There's some of the things you that... you got to make a joke some out of, of these, the most... Everything. Like, everything. Yeah. There's, you can't have a serious moment. You can't tell yeah. someone a heartfelt thing because someone's going to roast you about it right away. Yeah. Especially with each other. There's yeah. just mean people. You know? But it's hilarious, right? And to hear them... <laughs> I don't know. Hear, hear some of the things that they say. It's like... Uh, so a person comes to a show and then they hear that guy yeah. trying to be funny and they're like yeah i thought i could take anything i thought i could take a joke but this guy but i guess not <laughs> i guess not right yeah. and then they complain and honestly that's my favorite part when i go on stage just after a comic walked somebody i don't really i'm not that type of comic i'm not a shock value comic mm-hmm. you know i don't say things that are too extreme i just say what i think is funny i just say what's on my mind yeah like yeah. that joke that i posted this morning that that joke whatever the coronavirus yeah, yeah. that's like that's as bad as I go, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like, I'll talk about, well, I don't know, periods, you know? Yeah, <laughs> which is, I mean, yeah. it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I'm more, I don't know, I'm trying to, I'm not trying to be a shock value comic. I'm trying to say shit that's funny and real. Yeah. And then yeah. people will be like, 10 years from now or 20 years from now, it's still relatable, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah. that, 
you know, on that. Do you have uh, like a specific? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you have a specific amount of time where something uh, happens, current events, politically or whatever, until you can make a joke about it. Or you're like, all right, I gotta make it. I can make a joke about it the next set I do. Well, the sooner the better. <laughs> yeah, I guess right? so. Right? Because if you can get a good video on tape and it's something that's happening, that's happening right now, it could blow up. Chance to go viral. Yeah. yeah. Right. But if it's something that's big enough that they'll remember through history like you can still make a joke about the titanic now yeah and if it's a good titanic joke fucking yeah. keep going with it yeah. right so as long as it's a good joke you can keep it but if you want it if you want traction off it you know use it to your advantage to go that right? route yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you have to right for sure well, so why the corner comedy club is that like a place that you open mic for and just like oh there's a dope spot and I'll just well no, I've I've been doing this for like 10 years and Canada has a very shitty comedy scene yeah um I don't get like I consider myself a pretty good comic you know I can I can bang with the best of them in, yeah. the, in this country you yeah. know I've toured the country I've done shows with a lot of them mm-hmm. I know I, I can follow anybody mm-hmm. you know and I can make it hard for people uh, I just I feel like a good comic, you know. Yeah. But I don't get respect through the industry as much. Is that because there's not a like? I, guess. I don't I don't know what it is. I could never tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, it's hard for me to get a showcase for just for laughs. Really? You know? Yeah. Maybe in my ten years I've done two showcases for them, but none in the last three years. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, and I try. I email. I talk. There's one booker, one booker for the whole festival. For the whole festival. Oh, the whole no festival. There's one Seems booker. Under- you know, yeah. And <laughs> it's weird. and it's if we're being honest, it looks like a lot of our friends are doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, uh, the okay. shows or whatever, okay. right? Uh, I don't know if this is good. whatever. You know, someone should say something. You know, uh, right. I don't really get to do uh, any of the the showcases. I don't really fuck with. Uh, the Yuck Yucks brand too much. I do shows there sometimes, you know, that's where I really started doing my open mics and stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, but I never signed with them. Yeah. And they're like, uh, they're like very controlling in that sense. They like exclusivity? Yeah, so if you sign with Yuck Yucks, you can only do, you can only do Yuck Yucks comedy yeah. shows. You can't perform anywhere else. If you do, you have to tell them about it and then they want to cut off the money you're getting from it. Oh, that's oh, kind of, uh, it's a label, yeah. right? Yeah, that's and very, I, just, I don't, I don't, I can't work yeah, for that, someone. You yeah, know exactly. what I mean? And Especially then, when it comes to this. Yeah. Uh, but the corner, it, it's only three years old now. Uh, before that, I was just doing mics, taking yeah. what I can get. And since this place opened, uh, we're open every day of the week. Yeah. There's two of them now. And it's like it's like the comedy store in L.A. or uh, New York mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Right? It's I get, to, I get to go there every night. There's at least two shows every night. Mm-hmm. So I can go do guaranteed two or three shows every night. Uh, my my boy that owns it, he's also like my my manager, uh, you know, in a sense. Yeah. Uh, he tries to do whatever he can for me. I want to make him a million dollars. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like, Everyone needs. Yeah, exactly. Everyone right. Needs. Uh, so yeah, and it's it's a nice little club, right? It's a thirty-five seater, forty seater. Nice. But uh, I've worked my way up in the ranking there. You know what I mean? Uh, so, do you plan on going to say the New York Strip for like their comedy clubs and stuff and touring there? Yeah, I've I've done shows in L.A. in uh, uh, Las Vegas. Was the audience different in those areas than it no, is here? No, what I've learned is funny is funny. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just cut the local references. Yeah. You know? yeah. Obviously, not going to get that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Oakland right? uh, uh, Raiders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no, even what about small those? things. Sometimes I would say, like, I, I talk about uh, Yogenfrus in one of my sets. Yeah. Where it's like you got to change Yogenfrus into frozen yogurt. And frozen yogurt. Uh, you know? It's just little things. You can't, yeah. like, you know? Whatever it is, yeah. right? Just once you cut that shit out, then it's funny's funny. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But the thing is, as a Canadian, it's so shit. Like, stand up comedy is not considered an art form in Canada. Right? Yeah. So uh, there's no real funding or anything to help us. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't perform in the United States legally without your paperwork. Okay. If I get caught performing, even an open mic, no pay. If I get caught performing in the United States, I get a seven year ban from the United States. Oh, wow. Seven you need your performance band. visa. And that what? costs about 12 G's to get a lawyer to start the paperwork. Oh, To damn. send an application in, which is not guaranteed to oh get approval. God. Yeah. That's, that's insane. Yeah. How about how about from US to Canada? They can just come. Oh, they do come. that. Oh, yeah. Open borders. <laughs> yeah, Yo, that's, that's fucked up. It's fucked that's up. That's so fucked up. Seven that's year ban. That's that's extreme as any comic fuck that seven goes. Year any comic that goes like, to the states, they're deactivating their Facebook and Instagram and saying they're going on vacation until yeah. they get there. Oh, and I know sucks. comics that have gotten caught who were on the brink who were like you know when they were in LA, uh, Russell was putting them on every show they could because Russell really takes care of his Canadian comics when you go out there yeah, right yeah. Uh, and he was putting her on every show and then one day she got stopped at border security and she got a seven year ban I think she's still on like year four of That's the ban fun. right now that really puts yeah. a hinder in your of course man. yeah and like we we do festivals right like I haven't I personally got a chance to do Just for Laughs I've done the one in Toronto but I haven't done the one in Montreal, Montreal. Uh, but I was uh I was I've been I've been you know a bunch of my friends have done it but uh, when I was uh, if you when you when you do your festival and you do your showcase you're doing it in front of a theater and in the theater there's a bunch of bookers who are there for the late night shows in the states and stuff mm-hmm. if you they ask you right after like you know shit can happen for you after those festivals right yeah. but if you don't have your American paperwork they move on to the next person because they're like oh this guy's it's gonna take him two years Fuck. before he can give me a sin number you know yeah. what I mean or Social security number, whatever they call it. Like Damn, stuff. man, that's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Seven year ban. I feel like that's just like a a blanket rule. Like instead of taking into consideration, like oh, that seems extreme. Even though, as an open as mic, because they say that even if you're not getting, if you're getting paid, it's because you're taking money out of uh, American, American people's hands. Yeah. Even if you're doing open mic, they say you're taking stage time away from American that's, comics. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's bullshit. You just needed something to penalize at that yeah. point. Coming here, taking our jobs, and just like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Yeah. It's fucked up. And then you gotta pay twelve G's if you actually do want to get that permit or whatever. Yeah, to get it's that. Just the paperwork started. Yeah, yeah and then you obviously the have to probably do fees over yeah. that. And probably takes a, I don't yeah, know, a year, two years, maybe. I don't know how long it takes, but that, that that's a fucked up process. That's, that's why crazy. I, pl- I don't plan on doing it that way. The best route to do it is if you blow up big enough, mm. a company out there. Will sponsor you. Will sponsor you to do it, and they take care of all that and shit. And that's probably right? fast, right? Yeah, wait, that's that's yeah, of course, right? Yeah. Like if you want to, if you're think about all those Canadian people that blew up, how are they? You know, they blow up, and the next day they're touring the United States. Company There's some company, that. some company sponsoring. Exactly, he's yeah. doing all that paperwork. Yeah. You know, here's okay, I'm gonna make a million dollars off this guy. Here's twenty G's. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's an employee. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, get that work done. You know. Uh, growing up, what kind, what comedians did you look up to? Um, growing up, like, like Eddie Murphy and like. Well, here's the thing. Growing up, I never really, I was never 
into anything you know what i mean like i was just like neutral to everything and i didn't have a favorite artist in music you know what i mean i didn't have a favorite comedian a comedian or anything but i love i like music i listen to everything and comedy the only comedy i knew growing up was like watching channel uh, just for laughs after just for laughs gags sometimes yeah yeah, comedy yeah yeah. and there was the five minute clips i didn't know who any of these guys were i never remembered anyone's name that's another thing i'm horrible at remembering names even the most famous people yeah they're in movies i'm like oh this guy you know what i mean i don't know i just suck at it you know what i mean i don't know will something yeah exactly so i'd I'd watch all these comics i'm like oh that's hilarious i remember this joke i don't i don't remember this guy's name i'd watch it and then i started watching bet comic view yeah yeah. the death jam comedy and i was like oh these black guys are hilarious, right? Yeah. I was like, oh my God, so much energy, right? And it's like Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, and, and I love like Jamie Foxx right? started yeah, and stuff. Exactly. And, uh, but then I didn't really, I didn't really know a comic, you know? Yeah. I didn't really know any comics. I just watched that random shit. And I, and, and I knew that I really liked it. Yeah. You know, I didn't understand why, why this guy talking on a microphone is so appealing to me. Yeah, you yeah. know, I didn't understand that. But the first guy that really did it for me was Russell Peters, right? Because mm. I was still like uh, in middle school. Yeah. high school that's when he really early. blew up with his yeah like, exactly uh, and I was like yo you're gonna get a hurt real bad this and you guys thing. killing it yeah. I understand every reference this yeah, guy's yeah. making right but that's what really did it for me yeah. just watching Russell if I'm being completely honest yeah no right? I, I, yeah. I agree, I agree I, I, when I was watching him when he blew up I was like yo this is seems like such a contagious yeah, yeah. thing to do exactly. because you get that validation right yeah. someone who looks like me like, he's like yeah exactly he's like me he speaks about my experience yeah. what I've been through and he's making yeah. funny jokes out yeah, of it yeah. and people are laughing at it and the cool thing about comedy is such a small community like you know watching him on TV you think he's this famous he's such a you know big comic but through yeah. comedy I've had so many interactions with him because it's yeah. such a small yeah. he blew up but all his friends did it you yeah. know yeah. and they're still in the scene doing comedy and I do shows with them all the time yeah. you know and you just He's still friends with all of them. You know what I mean? Right, and through yeah, that, yeah. you meet you meet all these comics because it's such a small... It's yeah. such a small... That's the cool thing about being a comic. No matter where I go in the world, there's always comics there. Mm-hmm. There's comics everywhere. And yeah. they take care of you because they want to be taken care of when they come here. Right, So right. we want to hook them up with gigs. That's so great. they hook us up with gigs no matter where I go. That's why everywhere I went to do comedy, I've always gone weed because there's always <laughs> comedians who can it's hook me up knit. you know what I mean exactly knit. you know I'll, I'll make sure you get your weed when you come here <laughs> yeah right? yeah that BC for you when you yeah, come to exactly, Canada yeah right and have, the, you, have the, you ever met some real dicks like dick comics comedy? Comedy? for sure there's dicks everywhere in every, every walk <laughs> dicks of life everywhere, literally. no matter what you do right yeah you could be a fucking teacher there's dicks right <laughs> yeah fucking, whatever you are yeah you could be the the group of nice guys yeah there's one dick there's one dick nice dick exactly pretty nice guy but between all the nice guys he's a dick you know what I mean (laughs) yeah Yeah, I recently was watching um, you know the Kevin Hart uh, docuseries about his work ethic and how he prepares for a routine that makes me fucking motivated but also like no he gets up too early there's certain things that are just wrong with it you know like you can (laughs) hustle but like he's from what I took from it this guy doesn't get to sleep and he smells like shit yeah yeah I see that clip like (laughs) that's what I got that's what I took from it. You know what I mean? But also, he's running, like, trying to run a multi-million dollar company. Yeah, it's right? be production. I don't have that kind of money yet. But maybe when someone invests in me like that, yeah. I'll get up at 6 a.m. too. You yeah. Know? <laughs> you and I'll shower for three days. Yeah, exactly, right? But right now... <laughs> then those smelly jokes. Yeah. If I don't shower for three days, <laughs> yeah. people aren't going to be, like, too fond of that. Exactly. <laughs> right now, I'm not, I don't have a show till 7 p.m. <laughs> So <laughs> I'm just chilling till then. So yeah. you know what? 
I have a lot of time to go to the gym and yeah, yeah, yeah. be other kinds of productive. I don't have to get up at 6 a.m. <laughs> yeah, right. But I got up at fucking 8 a.m. to do the new brew podcast. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate, yeah. That. appreciate that. Man. Earliest podcast I've ever done in my life. Try to schedule it early as possible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Has your like sleep schedule been like fucked up because of like comedy? It's, like since shows are like later in the day, are you like well now waking up later? It's been like almost 10 years now, so it's been a pretty consistent schedule now. Yeah, but yeah, man, it's at first it's like it's not a regular life anymore. Like I go to bed. Last night I went to bed at four a.m. And yeah, because you're but always like, doing sets, right? But like, yeah, I, I went. I did a show and I came home. I got home by one thirty. Then I just chilled with my girl. We smoked weed, watched TV until four, and yeah. then I went to bed. And now I'm regretting it, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do anything. You know what I mean? I could have. I could have been sleeping. Uh, right. But yeah, like our schedules are fucked. Like when a normal person is coming home from work. I'm getting in the shower and getting ready to go out. Time to do sets and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's why like I don't get to see my family as much anymore, because when I'm free, they're all at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. that I get to see my brother a lot more because he just had a baby. Yeah, and him and his wife are like home a lot during yeah. the day now, so like I can go visit. Yeah, because yeah. I'm not coming to the night shit. Right, right. Because I have shows to do. Right. Like, it's a crazy life. Yeah, that's that's a. It'll pay off one day. I know it sucks that I can't be yeah. dance, but one day I'm gonna sh- do a show that someone's gonna cut me a seventy thousand dollar check for. For you sure, know? yeah, for right? sure. Right, and for then sure. it's gonna be yeah worth it. For sure, know? for yeah. sure. So, what makes you laugh? What makes me laugh? Yeah, like I don't know, stupid shit. <laughs> uh, really good comedy and really bad comedy. You know? what, what's the difference? Not, not the in between. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it has to be really funny or just like just so really stupid. <laughs> like what is this? You know, like so ridiculous. Yeah. Like I don't know, like toilet humor. You know, <laughs> right. just silly shit. I like silly shit. You know, yeah. I don't know. Um, it's not hard, but also. I'm around so many funny people. Yeah, that's what yeah, I mean, right? That the people. average person making a joke. Is it like, will be like... Uh, where I gotta be like... Not even. I'm just like, ha ha, ha. You know, give f- pity yeah. laugh. Fake laughs. It's like, I'm, here's how you can make it better. No, not even. <laughs> I don't even want to talk off. about that. I don't even, <laughs> even want to get into a com- conversation about comedy with a regular person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It sucks. Right? Are yeah, you always criticizing like when people are taking you just like telling you jokes be like, Yo, this could have been delivered better. If you yeah. Just, yeah like, oh, the back of your head. Oh, <laughs> just continue doing whatever you regularly do. Stop. Damn. Stop being because that's the one thing like I would say is the most disrespectful. Like, okay, sport people who play sports, people respect it because they're like, Okay, I can't do that. Right. But for comedy everyone's like I'm I can funny. Make a fucking, yeah. I can make a joke. You know what I mean. Everyone is self entitled. Like, oh, yeah, I'm funny. Exactly. Yeah, I've been too. told. Everyone's been told they're funny at least once yeah. in their life. You know. Yeah. Only the parents are shame yeah. You're the funniest little kid yeah. I ever. Know. But how many people have been told like, "Yo, you're really good at football." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, yeah. We don't all get told that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those things. I don't know. What's your um, What's your pinnacle of like? Okay this is when I made it is it like a, doing a certain stadium or a certain number of guests no I don't think or like opening I for got, somebody I'm a pretty motivated guy like I got I got goals like comedy's my love my main number yeah, one yeah I meant comedies. but so like I got I don't think there's anything like Ever, you don't ever make it. There's nothing to make. You know what I mean? Like, well I mean not in the subjective I wanna, sense but I like wanna, personally I want to continue to like I want to be a billionaire one day you know what I yeah, mean man. and it all started from jokes but like um, the high on trees label that I have I want to turn that into like more than just 
more than just comedy. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? More than just a podcast. This is going to be uh, a brand. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? A fucking app, a lifestyle, you know, sure. where you get where you get your uh, entertainment, where you can go get your weed from, you know what yeah. I mean? Where you can uh, everything, you know, yeah. like a Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, everything combined yeah. into just general life, you know right. what I mean? A clothing line, everything. I Hell just yeah. want high on trees, but it all stems from being funny from yeah, comedy, comedy, you know? But like there's no I don't see anything as one place. Life is like it's a bunch of ladders, bro. As soon as you get to one place where you want to be, you realize it's not where you want to be yet. You know? Because yeah. once you are where you want to be, they're like, oh, now. Now there's what's people, the next? There's, there's, there's people over there still. You yeah. know what I mean? There's what are they another... doing? You yeah. know? Yeah. There's always yeah. another rung on that ladder. Exactly. Yeah, right? yeah. There's always another zero to add. Yeah, for sure. You know? Another class to be in. So you do know? you feel like you're most motivated right now? Like, do you feel like you have uh, haven't achieved... Like, you still have way more to go, like... Oh, absolutely, man. Uh, I'm underachieving right now, you know? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel, you know? Uh, but, like, that's... I feel like that's another good thing about taking losses in, in comedy and not getting recognized or whatever. Because, like, opportunity will eventually come. You keep grinding and, you know, putting positive energy yeah. towards something, your shit will work It'll out, right? Out. But when that comes, when opportunity needs to meet preparation, you know... It's better that I have I didn't get something five years ago and yeah. I get it five years from now because I'm gonna be that much better. Yeah. So when they see it, it'll it could pop off potentially way more than it would have if I did it five years ago and I wasn't as good as I am now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. So that's the or else that's the positive way to look at it. Or else I could just fucking be sad and depressed about <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <you> know? <laughs> bro, always the other. Bro, your work right? ethic yeah. says it all. Like honestly, twenty five shows a week. That's yeah, man. Fucking insane to me. Well, not not anymore. Now I'm like you know hitting i'll take at least one day off in the week but i'm still getting at least two shows a night so yeah you know at least 10 shows a week now yeah yeah it's crazy you put, that, you put that amount of hours into anything man Ten thousand hour rule that shit will pay off everything is timely yeah I, I hope timely. so you know right that's yeah. the that's the goal just be so good they can't they can't deny you right yeah. whatever yeah. they if i can't get into the industry on my own way i'm gonna pop off on my own make your own rule exactly right? Yeah. right? Develop my own fans. Let them come to me. Yeah, and social media is probably helping you with that. Oh, it's helped me a lot. It's helped me a lot, right? Because you think you're on, you're doing it on your own, and then one day you're just like, yo, people are actually following my shit. Yeah, you know, you're like, I used to never post anything, and now I started posting my videos, and I look at my my insights, and I'm like, I just posted a a minute clip of me doing stand up, and it got like 120 shares. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, right. Even if there's like whatever that's just cool you know people it, are actually crazy. are into your shit yeah you and know? it's crazy one of those people could be like a tipping point yeah you never know yeah, right exactly. yeah you, you never know so that's just keep keep grinding you know i just keep, every time i feel like quitting i think of that fucking meme you've seen it where that guy is digging for the diamond and he quit yeah, right and he yeah, goes walked, but it's like that <laughs> yeah, yeah it's that close to the diamond yeah, right yeah, yeah, i right. always think of that and i'm like bro what why give up and i'm trying to put that mentality to everything like i I just turned 29 in November. I yeah, turned yeah. 30 in, next November. Yeah. And for the last two months, I've been I've been hitting the gym hard, you know? Okay. Because I'm like, before 30, I want to be... I want to be in supreme physical shape. I want to be fucking Brad Pitt Fight Club in shape. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Because yeah. uh, I've never been there before. I've okay. always... I've been thin, but never like, you know, never like, like a skinny that. guy. And then yeah. I got really fat. And now I'm at... I'm probably in the best shape of my life because I've been... Yeah four or five days a week every week 
I'm in the gym. You know what I mean? I hired a personal trainer. I'm there. I'm fucking doing it. And after three months, I look in the mirror and I see the progress. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, it sucks. I still fucking hate the gym. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? I hate the gym. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever (laughs) fucking like it. I don't care how fucking in shape I'll get. I'll never want to go lift shit. Yeah, you know it's a mental I mean? hurdle. You gotta yeah, go make fucking, it lift Who the fucking... fuck wants to go just lift 100 pounds and <laughs> For not, an hour. Yeah, and don't bend your yeah, legs yeah. when you do it. You know what I mean? What the fuck are you telling me? You know what I mean? Yeah. I hate this, you yeah. know? But you see the progress and you're like, I think of that meme and I'm like, why would I quit now? Yeah. In 10 months, I could be fucking jacked. Exactly. And then I could eat as many Big Macs as I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then just come back and run it off, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Just, just keep going. Don't stop. Killer, Because if you stop, bro, you you could have... What could have been? What could have been that diamond meme again, right? Yeah, yeah. you fucking... And stop, like, you develop cobwebs that, like... Yeah, you you stop, and then you go back to doing whatever, and then you're sitting there every day sad thinking about you know Yo, if what is this a movie going. a family yeah. channel movie you know there's no one your wife's not gonna tell you oh, you should go follow your dreams now you know what i mean yeah it's not gonna happen you're yeah. gonna regret it and die one day you <laughs> yeah know? just fucking go do it right exactly yeah. man and if you do decide to come back after that long hiatus that complacency is really gonna fuck with you yeah and it's you're like yo you just that's the thing if i were to go leave comedy come back in a year i've seen comics do it you lose your place, bro. Mm. You're working on this yeah, totem pole, man. right? Yeah. And you're just going to walk away. Every and industry. It's like doggy dog. Yeah, people keep coming in every year. There's a new wave of people coming in. And then a lot of them will be really good and move up really quickly. They want a lot your of position. Them will su- exactly. They want your position. Yeah, Same man. thing with like, I compare it to like boxing or like yeah. UFC. It's like people who take a long hiatus and come back, they get destroyed. Because yeah. the game has completely changed. Yeah, it yeah. changes. Yeah, man. But there's so many more dynamics now. Yeah. For sure. That's yeah. even everything. Basketball. We, you don't have to be Chris Boucher, skinniest yeah. motherfucker in the world. You don't have to be a big guy anymore. Exactly. You just got to be fast and agile. You got to know you your know place I mean? in the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Same thing with music. Yeah, it goes through every industry, man. You stop yeah, doing crazy. something, people will take it. Nav they're blew eating up for your position. Huge. Yeah. Like, I went to high school with Nav. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, no, really? like we, were, we were friends. You know what I mean? We're not. This guy unfollowed me on Instagram or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> when he blew up. Dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but whatever, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> but we were, you know, we were, went to school together. I remember when he, he, I remember just, I remember this one moment we were chilling. We both had a, uh, I had a spare. I think he was just skipping class. And, uh, we were all sitting in the gym, or in the cafeteria, cafeteriaatorium or whatever. <laughs> and this guy was like, "Yo, I think I'm gonna go to school for for music." And I remember just laughing. You know what I mean? I was like, "Yeah, whatever, bro." Okay, you know what I mean? nappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go to school for music, whatever. Uh, and then you're like, you know, high school finished. I was doing my own thing. I'm doing comedy. I'm like, this guy's still making music, yeah. but it's like whatever I never took him seriously just like a bunch of people and the more I look at it that's the people probably treated me when I tell them right. to do yeah okay whatever have fun with comedy yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I did with, said with his music right and then uh, I remember we had this conversation on on Facebook Messenger once and he's like hey uh, I see you're doing the comedy shit keep it up right and I was like yeah bro one day we're gonna make it right and he's like I like the way you think man you're saying we're gonna make whatever yeah. and uh I was like, whatever, good luck with your shit. He's like, good luck with my shit. And then, literally, we didn't talk for, like, two years. And then, when I just... Everyone was talking about him. You yeah, know what I mean? I was like, what? Blew up. He did it. And I remember, I, just before he got signed to EXO, uh, I messaged him on on uh, Messenger. And I was yeah. like, 
yo, is it true you got signed? And he just sent me that little purple uh, emoji, the, the devil, devil, devil emoji, emoji yeah. the smiling one. And then he deactivated his Facebook. Oh, and shit. then he started the fan page. And then his Instagram probably got a new PR person. Yeah, and then just refreshes it. exactly. That's you know what I mean? crazy. Yeah, but I remember, I remember watching all of that change. Yeah. Right, because I'm. This was like what four years ago. Yeah. Right, and I'm still sitting here like, man, I've been doing comedy for six years. Yeah. Nothing. You know. But everything happens in time. Yeah. And, yeah. and in my head, I'm like, this guy just blew up out of nowhere. But no, he's been doing it been since doing it we were in high school, way yeah, longer man. than I've been doing comedy. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Everyone it blows work. up on their own time. It's yeah, just yeah. like you putting the work in. I yeah, man. Like, yeah. It'll happen. It's yeah. when, when you're ready. You know? Exactly. But just be ready. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to blow up too early as well. You can really tank that shit. Happens with a lot of comics too, man. They, they'll they get just for laughs after doing comedy for one year. Yeah. And then get all this shit but three years in they're like I don't even want to do comedy anymore right oh, or, you know what I mean or they're not into it or they're not as good as they were they fizzled yeah. out you know yeah. that's another thing I'm happy about we're like I want it so bad yeah. you know mm-hmm. and I've been waiting so long yeah right I'll wait another 10 years if I have to yeah right? that, I mean that that's how you know you're passionate about something yeah. you'll, you'll wait longer than whatever the a lot of time is more people yeah, think yeah. it is and you know you're gonna you're gonna get it yeah. yeah exactly it's not even about waiting like he's actually putting the work in exactly that, yeah. people can see that people people don't see that part of it right what's yeah. happening behind the scenes no what one sees that 20, part bro 20, 20 shows a, you know we, no one sees that no one sees and they were like now I'm doing less because I'm not doing as many open mics yeah right if I add the open mics I can go do 25-30 again but yeah. I've grown a little past that yeah now people ask me to come do their shows I'm yeah, getting paid yeah. to do shows you know yeah which is a great feeling too which is a great once you start yeah. getting that you know and okay, people feeling. are paying me for this yeah, now exactly. right, that's and so knowing nice. I can go to a weekly show that happens every week mm-hmm. and most shows if you go there a New York comic's gonna get bumped for me you know what I mean yeah. I'm gonna get staged I'll walk into a show you got that validity yeah I got, I'll come to a show and I don't have to stay at the show long because as soon as I walk in you, know, you wanna go next Yeah, I get to go on and then I get to get the fuck out of there I don't have to sit yeah. there and wait because when you start doing comedy you get on the list yeah, you yeah. sign up for the list hey. and <laughs> depending how good you are with the host, you're gonna be there 36 comics later waiting to do your four minutes. Yeah. You know what you I mean? Said, yeah, you yeah, yeah. that four minutes. And Damn. you're like, oh, I had six shows planned tonight, but fuck, I've been at this one. Yeah. You know? It's a shitty grind, dude. Yeah, it is. Like, but like, it, it pays off and now you're kind of in, you know, whatever rung you're in right now where you have that validity where you can go to certain places and be like, yo, just go in. Yeah. You don't have to wait in that 36 sure. comic thing. For which sure. Which is great because you know that's in progress. Toronto. In, in Toronto, Toronto. In Toronto you know I mean, slowly that's where. But Toronto's not a small place yeah, I know, either, right? But that's yeah. where I've built my scene, right? Uh, yeah, right? Hopefully, that'll grow. That'll translate. As, you know, definitely. Like, you got our vote of well, confidence. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, exactly. it, brother. Like I got, I'm going to Australia. I'm doing a two month tour. Oh, that's in oh, Australia dope. in March. Yeah, that's yeah. sick. So that's gonna be really sick. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That. Yeah. yeah. That's in March, you said. Dope. Yeah, March 21st. I'm doing the Melbourne Comedy Festival up there. Oh, nice! Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, man. And then. Just hitting a bunch of Perth, Sydney, Tasmania, uh, and Melbourne. Have you done any shows like this across the pond before? Not that far. Just the U.S. and just Canada. Just the U.S. and Canada. Uh, and, so uh, it's your first time actually overseas. Yeah, like literally across. That's fucking crazy. That's pretty crazy. Cool. Yeah. So what, wait, are you getting sponsored to be there? Or like, how is it Australia work? is a part of the Commonwealth, so it's easier for us uh, to uh, just go across, right? There's uh, a seven-year ban thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... Um, it happened because I was doing the small little festival out in um, BC, the Kelowna Comedy Festival, yeah, yeah. and I met this Australian comic, and he's pretty big out there. He's like 
he did like a song and he got like, blew up mm-hmm. a comedy song and now he just tours and he liked me because I kept getting in trouble for smoking weed everywhere <laughs> and he just he, he I already liked that I kept getting in trouble I don't know he's this older guy <laughs> yeah. and his wife and they just really liked me a lot and we just started fucking around talking and shit and he's like man you ever come to Australia I'll take care of you that's dope and like man I remember that shit because like I don't get many opportunities yeah, from yeah. people you know so when someone offers me something like that mm-hmm. I'm like you better me. believe I'm gonna hit you up <laughs> for that take offer. You up on that offer. Shit, you know, because yeah. I'm gonna fucking do it. Yeah, man. And as soon as I got back home, I sent him a message, and he said, "Yeah, yeah, for sure." I didn't hear anything from him for a couple months, and then one day, he just messaged me with a bunch of fucking dates and money lined up for me. Waiting Dope, for me that's sick. That's there. crazy. Yeah, that's man. crazy. I love that. Sick. Yeah. yeah. I love that you can just build connections. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah fuck yeah. It's to it's to, it's everything. Like you put the work in. That's the only way you'll get those connections. There's yeah, no yeah. other way, right? Everything, sure. no matter what it is, talent is a little bit, but you need to be able to network. Right, right. That's ninety percent of everything, and it sucks ass. But that's it's not always what you know. It's who you know. Absolutely. Yeah. It's absolutely who you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yo, you were just in Montreal this past weekend. Mm-hmm. How was that? You were with the did dude McFly. You were with the other yeah. bu- bunch of comics. Uh, Big Norm. Do McFly, uh, my boy Mo. Uh, it was sick. Um, Big Norm, he's a Filipino comic yeah. from Toronto. Uh, this guy's blowing up pretty good. He's done everything. He used to be in a rap group back in the day. He's a chef, uh, and he's good at all this shit. And he takes so many avenues. And now his he's been doing comedy for the last eight years or whatever. Uh, he's blown up. He, him and the dude McFly do the podcast the extra gravy podcast oh okay, they have their own uh, podcast yeah yeah so and norm's my norm's my boy i've been boys with him since he started comedy uh we have a tight little there's a little crew within comedy like there's different like you know there's the alt crew whatever yeah but there's like a little mixed ethnic urban crew yeah you know uh that hang out together and we're all we're all signed like some of us are signed to yucks we're all different you know yeah. but like we all get together because we're that same group of comedy yeah, yeah, right yeah, we yeah. do the new bean show we came under uh, Kenny Robinson, Russell Peters, all those guys. Yeah. Uh, John Paul, you know. Uh, and we always um, chill together. Um, what was the question? I, mean, <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with this. <laughs> I saw that thought process. Yeah, I was like, wait, what am I talking about? Oh, yeah, Big Norm. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so when Big Norm, what I'm trying to say is, like, he's the man. I fucking love that guy with all my heart. It's yeah. my brother. When he offers you a show, you don't you, say no you, to you it, it yeah. because it's going to be the most unique. He does the most because he does all these avenues of cooking and stuff. He knows all these bar owners and restaurant yeah. owners and cool venues that yeah. want to do shit. So I always say yes to everything. And when he said, you want to come to Montreal, I have three shows. Uh, I was like, fuck yeah. yeah I want to come to Montreal and do three shows with you. And every show, the first show we did was at a, a weed lounge, Amsterdam Cafe. Got to smoke blunts and do comedy. It was full of people. Yeah. Smashed. It was awesome. Second show was a show with like 800 Haitian people. <laughs> uh, so fun. You know, it was so sick. And then the last show was this uh, Filipino restaurant uh, called La Petite Vibe. And uh, sold out. It was awesome. True. It was like, you know, 60 people. Dope. It was just a fun weekend of shows, yeah. right? I've been to a comedy show at a vape lounge. Which one? Um, fuck, it's in. It's on Lakeshore. Vape on the Lake? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that it doesn't exist like, anymore. Yeah, yeah. They don't, yeah, they don't know that That's anymore? the show we used to do. Me and my yeah. boy Paul Thompson used to be his comedy show. Oh, true, because that's where, it was a stand-up night. Yeah, and I went there. It was a high as fuck. That's so where was I was funny. raised. Bro, that's where, I raised, that's where I was raised to do comedy. That's where I earned my stripes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Vape on the Lake. That place, because I do comedy for... 
for stoned audiences. I do weed comedy, but I don't talk about weed. Yeah. You know, I'm just high. Right? <laughs> uh, like, we've been doing weed comedy for over 10 years. Like, comedy, weed comedy is very different than regular comedy. Because when people are high, they don't laugh out loud. Mm. You mm. tell a really good joke, people just uh, they smile at you, you know? They just look laugh at you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. easier to make drunk people laugh out loud because yeah. you can say yeah. whatever and drunk yeah, I will just laugh. Like, but to make a stoned audience laugh, laugh out. out loud you just said something funny as fuck <laughs> you know yeah. and and that's how we were raised we were like we're only going to keep the best bits that make these stone guys laugh out loud yeah, yeah. and if they're laughing out loud a regular audience is going to fucking die yeah. This, yeah, yeah you know yeah. and it makes you it makes you better because they make you work harder for your laughs right right that's a cool little spot that's, that's, yeah. a, that's a cool way to look at it it's like if you you have to know your audience, right? It's like these guys are weed smokers. All right, now I gotta really be on my shit. <laughs> yeah, and not only are the weed smokers, they're getting high in front of you, yeah, excessively high. Yeah. You know, they're just, just like, like vapes. And yeah, shit. it's like a bunch of people passing all their joints. You right. know, it's crazy. This is like one big hot box in there as well. Mm. <laughs> do you do you tend to smoke weed while you're on stage? Only on my show on Tuesdays. Okay. Unless I'm like, if I'm doing a show where I can, I will. Yeah. Right, but do you feel like you work better? When no, I just, I, it's the same yeah. to me. I just like, I like smoking a joint because like I smoke weed all day. Mm. That's what I do. You know, mm. I, I'm a productive stoner. Uh, it makes my life harder. Yeah. Right. Because I have to like, oh, I don't want to, but I have to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's my, <laughs> yeah, that's my whole life is debating with myself. Like, oh, <laughs> do I want do I wanna go do this really? Or yeah, like I, I have to go do this because I have yeah. obligations, right? But yeah. my whole time, I'm like, I don't want it. <laughs> but like, I want to get high, so that's what you gotta, that's what you, you know, I want to smoke weed. That's Treat yourself. Gotta, exactly. Yeah. That's, you gotta, that's the game you gotta play. I smoke weed all day and I, and I function, I do my shit. So me smoking weed during comedy, it's like, if I was, I try to be me on stage who I am off stage. Yeah, I think you know, that's a great way to That's the best way to have your voice. I'm yeah. not scripted. Yeah. If I can be me, who I am all the time, I don't have to change anything. Right, right, right. right? Yeah. So if I can just, if I can talk to my friends and smoke a joint, I can go on stage and smoke a joint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the be- I don't have to pass it. It's even better. I'm on stage. Right? You're just on stage. <laughs> yeah, it's sick. All right, dope. I think this is a good place to like. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's yeah. a good place to stop but you have uh, you know you going to Australia in March yeah uh, for the fest but is there anything else you want the uh, people listening to know that you got coming out maybe where they can catch you in the next sets um, yeah you can catch me uh, catch me every Tuesday uh, I'm at the Corner Comedy Club at Tuesday I do a comedy show at 8 o'clock uh, I host it I do 20-30 minutes off the top and I bring up some of my favorite comics that I've seen during the week that made me laugh and uh, at 10 o'clock, we record our podcast, The High on Trees, me and Paul Thompson. Uh, it's my fucking boy. And it's just a fun riff fest. We try, it's a funny, naturally funny podcast because yeah. we have a live audience. And the good thing about having a live audience is they keep you in check. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes when it's just you, as you know, if it's just you two, yeah. the conversation could get weird. Yeah, and you don't know it until you're in it yeah. right because yeah, right. like sure. yeah as soon as it gets weird for us the odd, we're like okay we gotta make this funny now because yeah. these are the, we could see them looking at us yeah. fucked up you know <laughs> what I mean it keeps you in check so yeah, it keeps yeah. it more like a comedy show yeah. right? I like that dynamic so and by the way I've been there on a Tuesday before I even knew who he yeah. was or anyone was it's fucking funny as fuck yeah. man we were on the floor laughing. I was there with like five other friends. Yeah, it was hilarious, and that's why I started following. Yeah, it was like sick. Thanks, yo, man. You he sent me to his clips as well, and I found you on social media after you sent it to me. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, f- fucking hilarious. Thanks, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah.
Uh, you guys should come out anytime. We'll fucking get you guys on the podcast too. We'll fucking oh for sure. Yeah, we'd be yeah, down, yeah, man. Be so down for sure, man. And like, uh, Norm and uh, the dude McFly, Par- uh, Marlon. Yeah, they're regular guests on the podcast too. They come through all the time. Uh, so if you like them, if you listen to Extra Gravy, because that's one of the biggest podcasts in Toronto. A lot of people listen to that. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah they're there. You should come check it out. For sure. Dope. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We just had Nima on our podcast. Hmm. You know that guy on Instagram? Oh, I Nima think Nans. I messaged yeah, him. Nima's, right? Nima Nans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 I like he's, his stuff too. He's a Toronto comic. He's right. been doing it. Uh, he's a New York comic, but uh, he's our boy. He's in the scene. Yeah. You know, He started blowing up on Instagram. We're like, good for this guy. Fire. Uh, but yeah, we we interviewed dope people, you know, That's and like, we don't talk about comedy. So it's not like a comedy podcast That's yeah, yeah, yeah. that talks about comedy. Yeah, right. right. We're talking about, like, I don't know, if you die. And what you shit yourself. Do you come too? You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, the real questions. <laughs> yeah, the real qu- You know, the questions you didn't know you needed the answers to. <laughs> yeah. you know? that's, that's we have weird. a lawyer in the audience. A lawyer? Yeah, my cousin's a lawyer. He comes to every podcast. That's dope. So we just, if you have any law questions, the so we handle that, that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> he tells us what we can and cannot say. You know? It's a good time. Yeah. That's fire. Fire. Yeah. We'll come by for sure. For yeah, sure, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we really wanted to come before the podcast, before like having you one. We wanted to yeah. come through a show. Our schedules didn't work out, but no we definitely yeah, anytime you want, just hit me up. And that's the thing. A lot of people ask me, "Yo, when's your next show?" I do shows every day, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know, stop like asking me what my hour, next maybe? show is. <laughs> yeah, why don't you tell me when you want to come out? Yeah, and I'll, and I'll tell you where, where I'm I am, at. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's because everyone's like, "Oh, when's your next show?" But no one actually wants to come. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they just you know they're asking, asking to, to ask. ask. Yeah. yeah, right. I feel you. So if I give them that answer, it's like it puts them on the spot. Yeah. They go, okay, now, I'm now I gotta head. have to. Me time. Fuck yeah! All right, dope. dope. It was yeah. really good having you, man. Thank yeah. you. For yeah, thank time. you guys for having me, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Dope. Like, I'll say bye to you guys again after this, but yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I appreciate take it, it easy, man. Right, yeah. Peace out, bye guys. <laughs>